You know, we touch on the big issues here on higher ground on a Wednesday night. So if you ever play golf, right, a lot of recreational golfers and weekend hackers like my good self. And if you're playing on a course that might back onto bushland or into a river and there's nobody around you, and sometimes you just want to hit a ball in anger that doesn't count towards your score and you reach into the bag and you might pull out a, you know, your crappy hot dot or a, a range ball, for example, and you just sort of face one in the other direction and just sort of, no one's here. I'm just going big on this. I am going big on this. I've done it. I've done it before. Dare I say I'll do it again. It's just good fun. It's really, really good fun. But, you know, sometimes nine holes, it's sort of, it's not quite enough when you just get your mojo, but 18, you, you're a bit time poor. You can't get to 18. I think it was Paul Gow who had the idea of dividing a course into three so you can play six, 12, or 18. Maybe still have the option of nine, but I think there are worse ideas out there. 0457 736 736. John, good evening to you. He writes on the text line, uh, can't win, Nick. He's talking about Kyrgios. Does it to himself, but he doesn't try hard enough in the court, and then he tries and he's slammed. The bloke could roll out the left side of bed and he'd be told he should have rolled right, John from Gosford. It's a fair point. You know, I think everybody in Australia at some point has bagged someone Nick's antics on the court. The court. But then you think about how he rallied when it came to the bushfire victims. and you know, he's, he's not a bad guy, Nick. He's, not a, he's his own man. And I think we're eventually going to have to, at some point, be at peace with the fact that he's not that driven to win a Grand Slam. He's there for a good time, not a long time. And, yeah, I know he's won the doubles. We're talking about singles here. And it's frustrating to witness unfulfilled talent, but that's him. That's him. People say he just shows up and he, he doesn't try. That, it, to, to say he doesn't try, I mean, that, that's a great insult to a top sports person. There have been instances where it certainly looks like that. But he said, I remember Kyrgios a long time ago, he said in an interview, well, you know, I should train better. He acknowledges that. But I've beaten pretty much everyone on the tour that I've played. And he's right. He's beaten Roger. He's beaten Rafa. He's 2-0 against Novak. He's never lost against the world's best player. So he can play. So to say that he doesn't try, well, I mean, just look at the record against the, the world's best players. He's got game, Nick. Whatever you think of him. Whatever you think of him. Okay, now, Mulchi, this is the first time we've worked together on higher ground. We're going to bring in the panel operator slash uh, studio producer, Alex Mulchinov, because... Um, He's about to be introduced to a brand new cheek segment called Agree to Disagree. So the way this works, uh, you're just going to come up with five topics, maybe some sport, maybe something a little more frivolous, Uh, simple statements, and I agree or disagree, and we can can thrash it out as well. Fantastic. I'm very much looking for – you know what we should do is come up with a little Agree to Disagree song or stinger open. I'll have to get my production skills in action, Jules. Yeah, no, do that. Try and find a song and – do that. Voice. Yeah, we'll, we'll workshop that. that. Okay, here we go. Agree to disagree on a Wednesday night. West Tigers mm. will make the top eight. Pff, I disagree. Ooh, Come you're on. very quick as well. What, what? They won two in a row, albeit against pretty decent teams in Parramatta and South. What you've got to be in your eight now, do you? I'm more confident on them than a team, and this isn't a shot at you, the but at, at a team like the Dragons. Do you think they'll beat the Dragons this weekend? I think they will. All right. No, Dane I'm, Laurie. No, Dan Laurie. Mentally, the Dragons are out without Bird and Sewer. But, exactly. Uh, although Bird's been named. And I think Stafford Tor, when he went back there yeah. last weekend, did a serviceable job. 80 minutes is a different story. Uh, that is true. But I remember they didn't have Laurie that game against the Sharks, which are called the Everestian. That was <laughs> yeah, so bad. Yeah, they but... lacked a bit of cut. Uh, they? No, they won't make the eight. I'm happy for the Tigers. I want to see them do well, but they will not make the eight. Well, they finished ninth. Well, they've done it before, <laughs> so they may do it again. No, they'll finish lower than nine. 
Okay. We'll stay on rugby league theme and stay on some news of the day. Gus Gould taking a training session isn't a big deal. Agree. Should it even be news? Well, anything that involves Gus, depending on who's writing the stories, tends to be news. Gus is is polarising, mm. uh, but he's whip smart. And like I said to Simon, he's forgotten more about league than yeah. just about everybody else in the game would know. His answer... And, to... and if you've got somebody of the calibre and the knowledge of Phil Gould in your ranks and you have the opportunity to call on him, then why wouldn't you? Absolutely. You know. And his answer to the Fox criticism that he got an NRL 360 tonight, well, when they're, they're taking shots at me, it's not at someone else. Yeah. So I'm quite happy for that. Yeah. Well, that's Put what the him. good ones do. They take the heat off the players, that's... right? That, that's why Bennett was so masterful. He used to show up and be really grumpy, Wayne Bennett, in press conferences. Oh, what about Wayne? Very you know, snappy and short with his answers. No one's talking about the players. So when Wayne was in Newcastle, right, and Graham Arnold was the coach of the Mariners. Mm. You know, Arnie was there and thereabouts, but he, he just couldn't get over the line for an A-League championship. And so he says to Wayne Bennett, Wayne, you know, we're the Mariners, you're at Newcastle, you tell us how to, how to win a comp. So Wayne Bennett says, come to Newcastle, mate. Uh, buy me lunch, I'll tell you how to win a comp. And basically Bennett's advice was take the heat off your players. Mm. And there's probably parallels because sometimes Arnie can come across as a bit surly as well. But what happens? Mariners beat the Wanderers and they win the competition. Coincidence? You tell me. One of the great A-League grand final performances as well, coming off the dramatic loss oh. to Brisbane Roar in the grand final, that oh, great Ange Postacoglu team. That was the greatest A-League team in history. It was fantastic. I think Les Murray said that. Yeah, and yeah. I think he would still be right more than Good 10 years later. Final. The Mariners. Who scored it? Hutchie score that day? No, Hutchie no gold. Uh, Daniel McBrain, McBrain scored from the penalty spot. Yeah. Sealed the deal after Patrick Zvansvike. Zvansvike. That's He's who I meant. Fantastic fella, yeah. Patrick Zvansvike. Oh, good on him. Still in Australia as well. Um, on to more serious issues. Mm. We had some Tim Tams before coming in. Oh. Now, I'm going to push you on preferences here. White chocolate is superior to milk and dark chocolate. Hard disagree. Hard disagree. It's technically not chocolate. It is the most <laughs> overrated thing confectionery in white. My son's big on it. I'm about to disown him. Dad, I prefer white chocolate. No, you don't. You know. Well, then. When we get to the bottom of the, the lint balls. A job at the milky bar factory. We get the bottom of the lint balls. Yeah. And everyone's left the white ones. So I'll I'll take the, the milk and the dark because I enjoy them. But mm-hmm. everyone will leave the. No, no, I'm, I'm not. A, and I'm more than happy to mop I'm up. I'm absolutely not a rap on white chocolate. Oh, you know, it's, it's right, but I'd never choose it, no. Going to a slight, slight So, you know, in the box of favourites, yeah. is, is the well, dream... Is, is that, I was going. Oh, is that your next one, is it? Well, no, 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 it's not, but... Is I'm it the dream? The dream is the white, isn't it? The dream? I don't even know what it is. I just park it, mate. I, That's the Milky yeah. Way. Is it the Milky Way in that? No, Milky Way is not Oh, the dream. Chocolate. No, no, no. I think it's right. dream. It's just the white chocolate. Are you a rap on cherry ripes? Oh, Big time. I see. I'm complete one opposite. Of the, one of the top three-selling <laughs> chocolate bars in the country, Cherry Ripes. They are amazing. Well, there you go. Mm. Popular opinion is with you. Okay. More serious issues. Yeah. Cameron Munster should join Wayne Bennett and the Dolphins in 2024. Disagree. When You, you know, I disagree. To, if he does it, great. But he... When you say should, well, I don't think he should. Mm. He can do what he wants to do. I think a lot of this hinges on what Bellamy's going to do. Right? Mm. So Bellamy's been non-committal about his future at Melbourne. Does he have another one, two, three, four, five years in him? And I think what Bellamy does will affect 
to some degree, don't know how much, uh, what Munster will do. But, gee, pretty hard to leave, pretty hard to leave that winning culture you got there. He's playing the best football of his career. But they've re-signed three of their four in the spine. Yep. In Grant, in Hughes, and in Pappenhausen. You know, how much does he need to take a haircut, right? That's a big question. Because all these numbers have been thrown around, are $400,000 a year pay cut. The point is we don't know. We're only speculating. We don't know. And that, that number's been out in public for you know, a good part of a month or so. Mm. So we'll wait and see how much of a haircut he's prepared to take to stay at the Melbourne Storm if he thinks he's likely to win more premierships. I don't know. But he's done everything in the game, Cameron Munster. He's won yep. premierships. He's won origins. He's played for his country. Maybe he wants the opportunity to return to his state of Queensland, home state of Queensland, play under the super coach and launch a new club. I don't know what he's thinking, but um, if I was a betting man, I think he's going to stay at Melbourne. There you go. Yeah. Okay, and final one. We talked a little bit of NBL already tonight. Mm. Sydney Kings and the Illawarra Hawks is the biggest sporting event in the country this weekend. That's three-game series. Uh, can I just borrow the sporting calendar? Now? What else is happening? <laughs> biggest sporting <laughs> event in the country. This weekend. Oh, look, without looking at it, look, I'd say... No, I don't know. What is... No, no, I wouldn't think so. NBL's great, but it doesn't capture the imagination. So anybody in the AFL will say, "Well, that's laughable." Yeah, of course. What's going to get more eyeballs, more attention, more viewers? AFL NRL every day of the Correct. week. Correct. But for something a little bit different, for rivalry, for it's something that's rivalry. been boiling around, boiling underneath the surface all season, mm. I. I love that. I'm, I'm going to be stuck to all three games of that. I'm going to be here panelling NRL games on Friday night and Sunday afternoon, yeah. and I'm going to be locked in on the NBL this J- weekend. Jalen Adams tonight named the MVP for the National Basketball League, so well done to the Sydney Kings sharpshooter, averaging, what, 20 points a game. He's 25, Jalen Adams, and comes up with clutch plays. Really good player. Really good player. Thank you, Mulchy. You happy with that? Pleasure as always. Okay, 0457. 736-736, the text line number, breaking back with more.